Welcome to the Simple Walk Podcast. We're Craig and Diane Brown. Worry robs us of our peace and also our ability to rest in the Lord. How can we be victorious over this battle that happens in our mind? Listen in as we discuss the tools found in Scripture that will give us power over this enemy called worry. Let's get started. I think we're safe to say that in one form or another, worry affects every single one of us. It certainly does. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this is a worry-driven society, I believe. Mm -hmm. I mean, the media wants to keep us on edge, you know, and feel this, this unsettledness inside of our gut if you watch the news, which... Is why... I don't watch the local news. Actually, yeah, we, it's, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we kind of limit what we do. Yeah. So we do have an idea what's going on, but we don't dwell on it because exactly. Christ is our source. And so, but, but we wanted to address this issue of worry because it is such a huge part of all of our lives. And it's not only on the big grandiose scale, scale of media and all of that, but it has to do with each one of us at the very core of our being, how we approach our moment by moment every day. And some people are in the habit of worry. And so we really felt like this is really, really important. Mm -hmm. So if we could, let's start up with Matthew chapter 6, 27 through 29. I think we're going to do 25 through 29. There you go. Thank you. This is Jesus speaking. Therefore, I say to you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or what you will drink, nor about your body, what you will put on. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds of the air, for they neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns, yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not of more value than they? Which of you by worrying can add one cubit to his stature? So why do you worry about clothing? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They neither toil nor spin. And yet I say to you that even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. Quite an amazing passage. Because, uh, you know, it talks about, I love the, the picture that it, that it has there. Look at the birds of the air. They neither uh, sow nor reap nor gather into barns. Yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Now, if you think about the, the picture of a bird, right? And how innocent and how carefree they are, if you want, because we have birds outside and uh, mm-hmm. we love to, we, if, I feel like we have pets. You wanted an aviary and we have so many birds come to yes. our house. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's part of our monthly finances to feed the birds. You know? That's true. But, <laughs> <laughs> but, it's, yeah. but, but it's so enjoyable though, because these guys, they come up and they just, they're eating, but they're so carefree. And they are so um, full of life, and they just they just tool around, and they don't have any kind of weight on their shoulders. They just do what God's put in their heart to do, and they just go through life, and they always are supplied for. And the Lord always cares about them so much, but He cares for us more, it says. How much more, your Heavenly Father, because He made us in His likeness. He designed us to have His Holy Spirit so that we could be His sons and daughters. So we see that we have a special place in God's heart. So let's go to Isaiah 26.3, and we'll just continue on. All righty. Isaiah 26.3 says, You will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts in you. Yes. 
So that's pretty cool, right? Perfect peace. What does that mean? It means like, whoa, that's nothing's going to get inside of there, right? When it talks about when his mind is stayed on, he will keep you in perfect peace. That's always, when you see that the Lord will keep you, that's kind of a military expression because it means that the hosts of heaven will guard your mind. Like it says in Philippians, it talks about, you know, be anxious for nothing, but in everything with prayer and supplication. With With thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God, and the peace of God, which passeth all understanding, shall guard your hearts and minds through Hmm. Christ Jesus. That word guard, it's military, it guards you. He will guard you. So he will keep you, he will guard you, he will keep you in perfect peace, whose minds are stayed on him. So this is part of the thing where, you know, it talks about you know, in Joshua 1, 8, it says, this book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but thou shalt meditate in it day and night. It's our, uh, it's our hope that the way that we overcome by allowing the Holy Spirit to move in our life, the way that we overcome all of these things that get thrown at us, all of the turmoil on the earth, all of the circumstances in our life, the worries and the cares of this world, how that we overcome them is to allow our mind to start thinking of things of the Lord from a heavenly perspective. We start fellowshipping in him and, and you know, bless the Lord, O oh my soul. You know, just kind of raise up praise to him. It causes this thing to happen inside of us. Uh, because what happens is if we don't, the enemy will do everything within his power to take our mind and twist it and get it all worried <laughs> and all concerned about all of the cares of the world and before you know it. Well, I think worry is kind of thinking about all the what ifs. Mm -hmm. Well, what if this happens or what if that happens? Or Mm -hmm. uh, and then you can always Google everything, and that really helps. Yeah, you know, because it just like (laughs) amplifies uh, every every worst possible imagination you could have about something. So yeah, it doesn't really help. So um, there are, of course, there's great information and great knowledge there for for your benefit. But uh, as long as it's in line with keeping God at the forefront and resting and trusting in him. So we just keep, keep moving on with this. There's in second Corinthians 10 verse three through five, it really does talk about this, about our minds. And I think if there was any verses that I just uh, have in my spirit at ready, <laughs> it is probably these verses right here. Because whenever our minds gets in a place where we start, something happens, or we find ourselves where we notice inside of us, there's a thought that's come up that we, that we don't want there. It's wanting to take us in another, even, you know, any kind of a thought, a thought that's not glorifying to God, any kind of worries, any kind of anything. This verse causes us to be able to grab hold of this. When you quote the scriptures over your mind, and you bring your mind into captivities. What this says, this is so cool. Now let's listen to this. So 2 Corinthians 10, 3 through 5, right? Mm-hmm. For though we walk in the flesh, we do not, do not war according to the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty in God for pulling down strongholds, casting down arguments. And I know that the old King James says vain imaginations, right? Yes. So casting down 
I'm going to use that, vain imaginations, and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. So that's, that is a lot of words right there, I know. So let's, let's uh, dissect it just a little bit. So Second mm-hmm. uh, Corinthians 10, 3 through 5. So it starts off with three, for though we walk in the flesh, right? We're in our bodies, in our, where we, we have our natural state of being. We do not war according to the flesh. And then it says, for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty in God for pulling down strongholds. So the weapons of our warfare, they're this scripture. For the word of God is sharper than any two-edged sword. It's powerful. It is quick and powerful, sharper than any two-edged sword, the Bible says. So this, the Word of God, when, when we speak out of revelation of this Word, like we're talking about right now, all of a sudden, the Holy Spirit empowers that Word because it's coming out of our spirit, because we're wanting to bring it into obedience to the, the, the Lordship of Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit is right there with us. The Holy Spirit is, is in us has conquered the enemy. The enemy, Bible says, Jesus conquered. This is all of the Bible says that we've been given the authority or the the right to become the children of God when we accept Jesus as our Lord and Savior. So when we're in that place, all of a sudden the Holy Spirit gives us this authority to speak the word of God out of this revelation of what we're doing. We say, in the name of Jesus, I mean, I cast down vain imaginations. I cast down anything or any imagination that is not lined up with the Word of God. If you have this practice inside of yourself and you lived in this place of discipline, all of a sudden in the world around you, you also begin to have the authority and the sight to be able to say, recognize when that's not in line with God's Word. I for sure am a person who had to learn this mm-hmm. <laughs> and to... Uh, because I used to call myself the queen of what if. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I definitely, in my younger years, you know, especially, um, I definitely, you I, I, I didn't really live in a place of worry, but I worried hmm. about a lot of stuff. Right. So I've had to learn over the years about um, about this and about allowing the Holy Spirit to take hold of my mind instead of the worries. Right. Well, don't you think though, sometimes worry, um, it's really important to identify the difference between being, okay, this is a real problem, potential problem that's coming. And then you take the safeguards necessary to protect yourself from ever having that problem come to the Absolutely. Forward. So that's not worry. That's no. wisdom. Right, right, that's, right. That's being, having discernment of your circumstances, being aware, you know, of mm-hmm. what's going on around you. Now, that's not worry. That's practical and that's smart. Mm-hmm. But worry comes in when all of a sudden you allow circumstances that, that you have no control over, that mm-hmm. are not in your ability to actually have anything to do with them, and all of a sudden you worry about those things, those then become where the imagination gets involved. For sure. And then it, be, you, you know, fear is, a, is I think it kind of goes hand in hand. And fear is based on an imagination that has not yet happened yet, right? 
Yes. So you're you're imagining something in the future, and so you have fear about that happening, and you, then you get. I mean, it it becomes. Uh, it, can, it can snowball. It does snowball. <laughs> yes. So it becomes anxiety, and all of a yes. sudden you're carrying these weights of all yeah. of these things that God doesn't intend for you to carry. Right. He wants you to be smart and wise, and and you know, just have your senses at the forefront of discernment and and guarding your hearts and guarding your environment and guarding the people around you and making sure that we're all safe and that we're all okay. But what it is is though we also want to at the same time recognize that when the enemy tries to turn some something into something that is we have no control over and then all of a sudden it turns into anxiety and worry and then we want to grab hold of that and that's where it says casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of god and that's exactly what worry is is a is an imagination Mm -hmm. so yeah makes sense makes a lot of sense yeah it does and so what the lord is saying here is that we he's given us this place of of resting in him so that we don't have to be uh under the uh control of worry because what that is it really is control because when you worry you play the enemies into the enemy's lies because that's what the imagination becomes right it becomes a lie against god being in control Mm-hmm. It get, it becomes a, a a lie against him being able to, for you being able to rest in him, so that begin you start playing into his thing, and then so it um, because it plays in your mind over and over and over again all of these things, and it's very hard unless you just take the word of God and you cast it down and you mm-hmm. quote the scripture and hide it in your heart. I would memorize it. That's, that's the way I do stuff. I just love to chew on the word of God and hide it because it comes becomes more and more of a reality to you. So then at that moment, you know, in, in my profession, I used to have being instinctive about my reactions was absolutely important. So I would, I operated um, cranes a lot, large cranes. And so it, I needed to be instinctive in my reaction. So if I got into a rig that I wasn't familiar, my first objective was to become instinctive so that I knew the controls and everything that was going on because I had people's lives at at my fingertips. And if I didn't have it instinctive. So you took the steps to learn about that. Because it was important. Moved. It was important. And it was Mm -hmm. it was uh, life and death. And and when I was doing stuff, it had to do with I had people out there that were needed it to be done in nice and gentle so that they could do their work without having to worry about that guy sitting in the seat. So it was really important that I became instinctive. You know, life is really not much different. Our relationship with Christ and our walk with him. He wants us to be in a position inside of ourselves that we recognize when something is not right and we cast it down. We cause it to come. We have got to take our world serious because it is life and death that we're dealing with. You know, it is these these moments in time as we go through life. We don't want worry to rule us. We want Christ to rule our our life, you know, because then it says what the peace of God, which passeth all understanding, shall guard our hearts and our minds through Christ Jesus. Go ahead, honey. So when you're talking about life and death in relation to worry and how we, you know, the tools that we have to not worry, mm-hmm. what do you mean? Well, it says in Romans chapter 8, for example, it says, verse 6, it says, For to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. Oh, well, there you have it, huh? 
Yeah, pretty much because, you know, our carnal mind, our carnal mind is just, it gets, it's living down here in this realm. And so we get wrapped up in everything on this realm. And so we can be absorbed by worry. It says the cares of this world, it talks about, you know, Mm -hmm. and so. And probably people have like, I don't know if you'd call it levels or depth of worry. Some people are really good at, at casting their cares on the Lord and, or they're just like generally tend not to be worriers, Mm -hmm. you know, others who tend to be worriers, you know, probably have to really get this in their knower, like you say, Mm -hmm. about how do I combat this? It's true because, you know, sometimes the mind is just that we have a harder time. Some people do have a harder time reeling it in. Mm -hmm. And this is what we've been talking about. Mm -hmm. Um, why these verses that we've been talking about are so powerful just to kind of chew on them and get get them inside of you so that you can um, have them come to the forefront. But the carnal mind is our our natural mind, you know, of just trying to figure things out and deal with them and things come in and we, we get all stressed out and we get all worrisome. Right. And so, but then the spirit... It says, what's it say there? For to be carnally minded is death. Well, that that type of attitude is just down on this realm. There's no eternal value to it whatsoever. But to be spiritually minded is life and peace, mm-hmm. you see? And so mm-hmm. in, in the, the spirit realm, when the spirit comes to the forefront of your mind, when you cast down, you bring things, your every thought into the obedience of Christ, all of a sudden what happens is that the world around you gets... It's touched by the eternal. It's touched by the life of God and the peace of God. So rather than cause any, because, you know, strife is when you're at, when something inside of you starts worrying and stuff, all of a sudden inside of you, there's strife inside of you, right? Well, you can feel it physically. You can. I mean, yeah, yeah, you've just got that, you know, knot in your stomach or- you know, what I mean, it, it, a worried stomach or something. Yeah, or something you know, like it that, just you know? it happens. I yes, mean, you, you can feel it. And so that that particular anxiety, that tension, that mm-hmm. causes a physical reaction. But when you have the the spirit of God come to the forefront, mercy goodness, you have the life of God around you, but you also have the peace of God. Now think about what happens in your environment when you are at peace and you bring peace to your environment. You pr- you bring the this un- undercurrent of joy because you know you rest in God, so you know that you're not going allow the circumstance to dictate your your actions, you know? And I think we all know people who are peaceful people mm-hmm. that you walk in a room and it's, uh, you're one of those people. <laughs> you're well, a, it's the spirit of God. And believe me, I this has been a, a learned behavior, a surrendered behavior to the Lordship right. of Jesus in my life that you see, when you see that, you see Jesus because right. it's really, Craig in and of himself isn't worth, I'm I, well, and you think about the opposite, you know, when you're um, in a room with a person who is just like high anxiety or high, you mm-hmm. know, like um, so true, um, energy anxiety. I don't know. Right. Well, it creates an, an, it, like it, a it does it electric kind of in that the environment. You know, <laughs> with them into the room. So mm-hmm. I like the life and peace one. It's true. That's well, my and, favorite. Well, that's the way that the Lord would have <laughs> us all to be. Yes. So that we all live in this place of peace. You know, that the mm-hmm. peace of God which passeth all understanding. You know. Well, doesn't it say in the Bible how we are supposed to walk like He walked? Yes. Isn't that somewhere? It's, Where is uh, that? It's First John. Chapter 2, verse 6. You always amaze me. I mean, I honestly say that, that you amaze me how you just kind of know. 
Well, sometimes. <laughs> it's a very large book, you know, but it sometimes is, but sometimes I get the address I just, right. But. Yeah, I mean, that's just always, here, I'm going to, it, First John 2, 6, right? Mm-hmm. Um, he who says he abides in him ought himself also to walk just as he walked. Yes, exactly. And that's that's it right there. We surrender to Jesus, to the Lordship of Jesus Christ, and, and then he imparts his Holy Spirit into us to take that moment and cause it to be for his glory. And it's the, the way that God designed us. And because we want to be his reflection. We do. Worried or no, you know, this subject or not, mm-hmm. you know, we want to be his reflection. It's so true. And so that's that's kind of um, where we're at with this. Our podcast is is designed to help you have all the tools, all of these topics, all of these areas of life that that maybe that are brought up inside of us that we come against in life or that we just want to know. Hopefully, this is a tool that is a, a beautiful tool for you that you can grow. And, you know, maybe, maybe we could even um, encourage people to learn about, you know, if, if not memorize, I mean, memorizing is wonderful, um, but sometimes that can feel daunting. Yes. Daunting, time-consuming, whatever mm-hmm. um, to people. And maybe some people just aren't, um, maybe they have different ways of, of well, memorizing or meditating on the word. It can be like worry-inducing, I suppose, <laughs> anxiety-inducing, right, to think about, oh, I've got to memorize, oh, no. Yeah, exactly. You know? But so that's not the point of I this. I think yeah. just learning about, like, reading, like, even, like you were saying, like, Second Corinthians um what, what was it? 10, ten three ten. through five. Yes. Uh-huh. I mean, it's a, like you said, when, when we were reading it, it's a mouthful, it's true, but it's a great one to at least know where to find it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, right. Yeah. You know, for though we walk in the flesh, we do not war according to the flesh for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty in God for pulling down strongholds and yes. on and on. Yes. You know, it's, a, it's good to know, okay, Hey, wasn't that in second Corinthians? And uh-huh. you know, there it is in chapter Ten. You know, I, I, <laughs> I love <laughs> I love when the scripture talks about because I believe that it talks about it purposefully. I believe that when it puts things kind of in a militant type format, I just I personally love that because there's a certain discipline in looking at Christ. You know that it's uh, pulling down of strongholds. You know, I mean it's it's the way that God's designed. He desires us to walk is this place of absolutely recognizing the war that's going on. That tr- is a battle for our mind that is trying to cause us to be outside of his, his will and his glory. Cause the enemy knows that if you are walking in the power of God's word, that you, he's, he's already been conquered. But his his he wants to kind of hold us at base so that the power of Jesus that that when he rose from the grave and conquered um, the enemy that can't come to fruition in us if we're not walking in that same place. That's why he says walk as he walked because when you are, then when you you take authority over that and you cast it down, the Lord is uh, the Lord is there with you and the power of the enemy has to flee. Light darkness flees from light. Right. True. Mm-hmm. True. So there, uh, there is a list of the scriptures that we are discussing today in the description of this podcast, mm-hmm. and we would encourage you to get familiar mm-hmm. with those, and you know learn 
you know, where to turn for these. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe this is a good starting point for some people. Mm-hmm. Um, Hopefully. And, yeah. Yeah. But we just want you to know this is a simple walk. When you walk in the love of Christ, the peace of God, which passeth all understanding, shall guard your hearts and your minds through Christ Jesus. And it's a place of peace and joy. And uh, we just uh, love you very much and pray that God will be with you. And we will see you on the next episode. 